Hello and welcome to the Magnetic Woman podcast with me, your host, Pandora Paloma, a visibility and business mastery coach bringing a unique fusion of strategy meets spirituality to visionary entrepreneurs across the globe. With 20 plus years of communications experience and five years running my own online business, I help women in the online space and creative industries get seen and scale to their next level. This has looked like tripling their income in a year, getting fully booked in six months, sold out programs and executing five figure launches. Personally, I run my own multi six figure business. And in this podcast, I give you a behind the scenes of how I do this, my life and my method. If you're a visionary entrepreneur, mover and shaker, and you're ready to meet more of your magnetism, welcome to my world. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of the podcast. Now, you might hear in my voice, I'm a little bit on the sniffly side of a cold, so bear with me. It was basically record the podcast or don't record the podcast. So you know what? I'm going to stick with the consistency piece here and record the podcast. Here we are. I hope you are having a lovely day wherever you are listening in from. So today I wanted to do what I consider like a a short and sharp podcast episode where I take you through my 2024 sort of sales strategy, ultimately the things that I'm thinking when I'm building out my strategy. And this is based on a a two-hour really incredible masterclass that I held last week where I took um, my masterminders and a few additional female entrepreneurs through a 2024 strategy mastery masterclass uh, slash workshop. And I basically took them through like what I'm considering top line into the detail when it comes to building building a really rock solid strategy. So I'm going to give you guys this kind of top line and share with you the process that I use whenever I'm mapping out like a whole year strategy. So first of all, I'm always going to go into that like top line piece, which is what does success look like for my business in 2024? And like, what does success look like for me personally? And I shared this with um, one of my masterminders yesterday, where you might have noticed I've traveled quite a bit this year, which was very done kind of very purposely in the sense that I've been renting a property. Um, so... In, whilst in the process of, of buying a new one. And so what it's meant is that, you know, obviously a lot of my income has been a little bit more disposable because I'm not having to spend a lot of money on a build and carpets and, you know, paintings and all of those things. So it's meant that for me personally this year, I sort of set the intention that I wanted to really activate my value of freedom. And so I did that through obviously traveling um, as much as I could, knowing that next year, you know, 2024 looks slightly different for me because um, I should hopefully, fingers crossed, be in the new house by the end of the year, which means that next year, you know, I'm going to be investing a lot of time, a lot of energy and a lot of money into building that home. So what does success like look like for you in the business? And also what does it look like for you personally? And then I always go into kind of a bit of an audit on what worked well, that, you know, in 2023 or this this year. Um, what didn't work well and why? Like, let's go into the data of like, why is this not working in the way that we wanted it to? What feels really strong in the business and what needs focus and optimization? And then whilst you'll obviously have your kind of hero goal for the, for the following year, like what are the other three core business goals? So 
one of them, obviously, you know, you might be like, right, next year I want to hit, you know, 100K and I want to write a book. And then there might be like three other kind of core business goals, which is increase reach, you know, widen my visibility in PR and podcasts um, and, you know, create more global presence, for example. So, you know, what are the three other core business goals that you have? Um, and then from that point, I typically map it into, of course, you know what I'm going to say, a spreadsheet. Um, my Capricorn moon is just like so in love with spreadsheets. And I basically map that into like a, a yearly strategy doc. So I start thinking about, well, you know, what are we launching on a quarterly basis? Um, when am I going away? You know, where are my travel dates? And I start to map it out like top line, like what does the year look like? Um, and obviously things that didn't work well become things that we want to, you know, optimize the following year. Um, or, you know, in some cases it's the thing that we're like, you know what, this is not making financial sense for the business. We're going to like, let this, la- let this lie, let this die a death. And we're actually going to activate something new within the business. And then you would map that into kind of the the timeline. So then I go into finances. So what's the revenue goal? What's the profit margin goal for the next year? And then what's the breakdown of current revenue streams? So you can really start to see, well, you know, how am I going to make that happen? And again, there's a spreadsheet for that. Um, And how will you reach, you know, how will you reach this goal? Like, what does that look like in terms of um, your launches and the numbers that you need to reach in order to meet those goals? Um, And then I go into a little bit of an audit on what my current fixed costs are and then what my variable costs are. Are there any new new costs that will be required for this up level? So, for example, when I went from sort of six figures to multi six figures, obviously I needed more team. So that came with a cost. So I was really looking at the cash flow of that of, okay, so what would we need to be making in order to cover that cost of that new, you know, that new team member? And this is something that I'm supporting my clients with certainly in expand to seven all the time, because, you know, as we're upgrading and, and expanding, of course, you know, there will be other cost requirements for the business. So at this point, I'm looking at of my fixed costs, are they still required? Of my variable costs, are they still required? And then a third piece, are there any new costs that will be required for the the up level? And then I start to go into my sales strategy. So what am I selling this year? Like, what am I selling? What's the core focus? And then will this look like a breakdown of four key launches per year or will this look like two core launches a year or will I be building in sales strategies that mean that I'm making sales you know every week of the year there's there's many different ways that we get to build our sales strategy you know you could do let's say you wanted to hit six figures um, in 2024 you could do that in four key launches so you basically launch one month of each quarter you know with a target of 25k that's going to hit you that 100 thousand pound mark so you know really thinking about what's the the core kind of sales strategy there I always like to ask myself like is there anything missing in my sales roadmap that would support this sales strategy as well so looking at the current offering you know is there an upsell required is there a downsell required like what could I launch that could feel really playful and be really supportive of solving a problem um, that my current clients or potential clients are facing right now And then in line with that, is there any market research that we need to do? So it's all very well us thinking like, I really want to do this thing. But like, is it an actual problem for people right now? So, you know, I always um, look at doing some market research if I'm thinking about 
building something new within the business in terms of an offer. So that's kind of how I how I look at sales. Um, an extra thing that I add on here is like, how do you want sales to feel? You know, like I always believe that we sell more to be more, to meet more of our potential, to find more of ourselves. So, you know, how can we get into that energy today? Then I like to go into a personal up level. So what's required of me to hold this next level? What habits do I need to dissolve? What new habits do I need to create? You know, what's currently limiting me and why? And I really deep dive into kind of where my energy is being leaked. How do I get to become that version of myself today? You know, what do I need to believe about myself? What's the big radical decision that I might need to make in order to hit that next level? And then I go deep into marketing. So um, in the masterclass, I shared some marketing trends, which I'm going to leave out of this podcast, actually, because I might do it as a podcast episode um, in the next coming weeks. But really, when it comes to um, the marketing process and how I kind of map that out as a strategy, I'll look at the four areas of the marketing process from awareness to sale and make sure that there is a strategy, there is a a kind of KPIs and those targets in each area. And make sure that we're optimizing and activating strategies within each of those areas. So, you know, I said this before, if we're not focusing on attracting new clients, a new audience, what can happen is that then our content and our sales is basically being driven to the same people time and time and time again. And what can happen then is you almost exhaust that pool of people. So it's really important that we're always looking at like, how are we bringing new people into our business, into our audience, into our work all of the time so that there is, you know, obviously an expanded opportunity for you to make those sales because you're you're able to nurture new people all the time. So I kind of will at this point, look at the four stages of the marketing process and look at what needs optimizing, um, what, you know, what's working, what's not working, and also what the goals are then for that year. One thing that I always think about when I'm looking at my marketing strategy is what is the one owned platform of focus and what is the one rented platform of focus? So I own my podcast, I own my newsletter database, but I don't own Instagram, Facebook, like they're rented. So the way that I teach marketing is that I, you know, always encourage my clients to be optimizing, making a success of one owned platform and one rented. And once you've got those working and they're, you know, you're seeing the results of that, then of course you could branch out. So let's say that you've you know, really got, you've nailed Instagram, that might be the opportunity for you to go into podcast or TikTok, for example. And then this is where I start to go into the detail of like, what is the strategy, the launch strategy to launch my offers over the year? So what is the conversion event that I will use for all of my launches? What is the timeline of that first launch? And I won't necessarily go into the, the you know, the detailed timeline. I will go into the detailed at this point of what Q1 looks like. And then in Q1, I'll map out Q2 and so forth. But really looking at, you know, what is the conversion event? What's the content that needs to be created around um, and across the conversion event? Um, What content do I need to create across 
you know, newsletters, podcasts, Instagram? Are there any fast action bonuses, incentives, uh, you know, early bird prices that I'm going to be using? What's the timeline of those? And I basically start to map out that first launch of Q1 in a lot more detail. So that's kind of how I tend to map up my marketing quarter by quarter, but I will have all of the launches of the year pretty much mapped out. Obviously, you know, things may move, but it's really good to know, like, this is the way that we know that we can hit those goals. And then at this point, I go into my thought leadership. So really tuning into like, what's the messaging of the certainly the first launch. Is there any overall messaging I really want to be tuning into for the the next year? Um, Is there anything that I'm not saying about my industry or about these offers um, that I really want to start saying? And I share this kind of when I talk about visibility. I've been talking about visibility in various forms over the last, you know, four or five years. But the way that I speak to it changes because, of course, the industry changes and trends, you know, come and go. So visibility does grow and evolve. And of course, you know, I'm I'm going to grow and evolve my messaging around that. So, you know, it's really a good opportunity right now to think about your thought leadership and like, is what you're saying about what you do still relevant? And then at this point, I'm going to be thinking, how much am I talking about my uniqueness? You know, what do I want to say about the industry? Am I clear about what's unique about me within the market? Is it still unique or do we need to look at the messaging around that as well? And then I go deep into um, lead strategy, conversion events for the entirety of the year. So I'll start to map out like what lead magnets will I be creating every quarter? Where are they driving people to? Um, What will the themes be that I'm playing with? And then I go into automations. So this is where I look at ultimately building one automation per quarter. So that will be something that is either something that I already have existing, so a self-study course, or it'll be an automation that I start to build based on a lead magnet that drives, for me, it's the masterminds. But I really start to think about, you know, what are the automations that I'm going to be building in the following year as well. Um, And then I would tend to go into kind of systems and processes. So what systems are currently working Um, what processes need optimizing, what does my onboarding and offboarding look like. Um, And I'll also start to go into kind of how do we map this out with the team? How do we make it easy for clients to have the best experience? What does that mean for the team and and who's doing what? Um, So for those of you who do have team, you know, it's really important. You start thinking now, like, what's that 2024 manifesto that you can start to share with the team? Are there any new ways of working that you might need to shift and change? Um, You know, again, are there team members who you know, aren't pulling their way and you need to think about how you can, you know, make the relationship better and obviously make the results that they're creating for the business even better. So it's really a good opportunity at this point to think about team. Sometimes that means that there's ways of working that you need to shift. You know, I certainly know that there's some habits that I've had to change so that actually I can be better and a better leader for the team. So always really really nice to think about team as well. So the entirety of the business. Then I will basically go into just a little bit more detail on Q1. So just revisiting what's the Q, what's the core focus? What's the goal? What's the timeline? What assets do I need to create? What data do I need to track? Do we need to set up any of those um, ways of tracking that data? 
And then what content do I need to create? And I don't create content for the whole quarter, but I would definitely start thinking about certain themes, certainly for things like the podcast. And then each month I will look at content for the month ahead. So yeah, it's a real kind of, you know, from top line into right the detail of Q1 of 2024 or the following year. And then finally, the questions I ask myself is how I, can I enjoy the process of next year? How will I resource myself next year? What holidays will I take? And how will I live my values? Now, I'm chiming in with the holidays there because, you know, freedom and adventure is really important to me. But a lot of how I'm going to live my values next year is obviously in building the home. So it means that travel won't be um, as frequent, but I'm okay with that because I'm really intentional about what next year is going to look like for me. So it's really a beautiful ending for you to look at, like, how can I enjoy the process of next year? Like, how can I make this a pleasurable and enjoyable working year? And what does that look like for me? How will I resource myself? You know, how will I stay in my joy whilst I'm, you know, riding the waves of, you know, new goals and new expansion. So I hope this has been helpful. If you know that you are so ready to create your 2024 strategy, I do invite you to head to the show notes and buy the replay of the masterclass. It comes with a Google Doc, which is power packed with all of the spreadsheets, all of the templates, all of the things that you need to map out everything I've shared with you in this podcast. It's £49, you get it all. And as part of that, you also actually get my six-figure launch report where I'm going to be showing you the step-by-step breakdown of how I reach six-figure launches. So head to the show notes if you want to have a play with that. And I really hope that for those of you who are in business, listening to this, knowing that you really do want to make, you know, meet bigger milestones next year. Just want to remind you that everything that you need is within you. And often it's, simplicity is key, right? Sometimes it's about the simplest of habits or like really just staying focused on the one thing versus that not going well. And so you, you know, divert to all of the other things. Like just consistency, build your consistency, you know, stay resourced, stay connected to your vision and know that it's absolutely possible. So I hope this has landed with you today. Sending you big love from my corner of the world to yours. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, come let me know on Instagram at Pandora Paloma underscore. I'd love to hear from you.